The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friend, old Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Uh, if you're watching live right now, the community poll tab just went up. We're going to uh, take a look at it at the end of the recap. Sounds good. Uh, YouTube uh, on mobile doesn't let you do community polls. They allow you to do media links and pictures and text. No polling. So that's something they need to maybe, the, the creator insider himself needs to figure out how to do that. I feel like there's quite a number of things that need work. That's probably the least of their priorities. Yeah. <laughs> and frankly, least of our priorities when but it comes still, to YouTube. I mean, it's handy to have. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Uh, so anyways, so yeah, that, that's going up right now. We're going to figure out how the rest of the audience felt about last night's Monday Night Raw. We're also uh, on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got a bunch of reward tiers up there to help support going in Raw. And believe me, if it wasn't for you patrons out there, there would be no going in Raw. Truth. Even $1 goes a really, really long way. Uh, we do have a couple new patrons in. Uh, the NX Steve Pacific Champion, Benny BJ Lawton. That literally sounds like a creator wrestler name. It is. That's it does. great. It does. Maybe great. I'll maybe I'll revive NX Steve. Twig Stevenson and Bad Hoss DJ Johnson. All new patrons. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. You got a couple over the weekend too that I think I might have mentioned on the recap uh, of Fastlane, but I'll mention them here. Gigi Franco, uh, TNA for Life is back in the fold. Yeah. El Ejo de Larson, aka Lardone Jr. Do you have a luchador offspring I am unaware of? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, man. Neither of us know. Anyways, James Shurset, Steve Duffy, and Brian Van Duser. What would you do if uh, uh, somebody came knocking at your door and said, Father, and they obviously looked like you? It was obviously your offspring. I'd be quite a shock, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> quite a shock. To say the least. To say the least. I'd say, how'd you get my address? That used to be a big, a big fear of mine. I thought maybe my seed had been spread out in the world, oh. and then, uh, but now not so much. Now it's like, oh yeah, come on in, come on in. I'll give you some fatherly <laughs> advice. You want to go to the fair? You want to go to the circus? Perhaps. There you go. You never know. Circus. Anyway, I don't know. Is no, I don't know. I don't know anything about parenting. Is that what parents are supposed to do, Larson? I don't know. You want to go see Disney on Ice, <laughs> right? You said new Aladdin trailer. You want to watch that with me on my iPhone, <laughs> son or daughter, whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, what'd you think of uh, of Raw last night? Yeah, not a whole lot happened. If I was voting on community poll, let's see what the early results. I'd vote are. Uh, somewhere in between. I would vote somewhere in between as well. Um, I thought that at least, yeah, and fifty-two percent in this early early sample size of one hundred and thirty-five votes. 
Uh, community poll says somewhere in between 52%, but yay's 27%. So yay's have a strong showing. That's interesting. Um, I just didn't think a whole lot happened. I thought, I mean, we got it. We got it. We got a clearer picture on some things. Yeah. Uh, but, but we know who Roman's fighting at Mania. Yeah. And I kind of know what the finish is going to be, too. Um, well, that's interesting. I didn't pick up on what the finish is going to be. Well, I, well this is just my speculation. Yeah. It'd okay. be Roman versus Drew. Yeah, sure. And then Dean's going to help Roman get the win. Oh, okay. There you go. I mean, because Dean got his butt handed to him. You know, that and that protects false Drew. False count anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Maybe. And that's like Dean's last act as member of WB Raw. They should do those, one of those wonky things. My voice is shot today. Usually I'm the guy who loses the voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like super congested. Wow. This cold or whatever it is is just lingering. Oh, that happens to me. Whenever I get like sick sick. It lingers for. I remember, like I was coughing for like yeah. two months straight. Here's the thing, though. I've never really this whole duration, this last week or five days, however long I've been under the weather. I've never really felt terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just annoyingly congested. Yeah. What would you rather have? Something like this, where you just kind of feel meh for a week or ten days, or something that hits you really hard, and like two days later you feel better. Oh, boom! That yeah, get it done and get over, over with. with. Because when, when when stuff lingers for me, it lingers for way longer than even ten days. Yeah, it's irritating. Anyways. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a squarely in between show. So we got an idea on what Roman's going to be doing. We know what Roman's going to be doing. Uh, the match for Mania for Triple H and Batista, give me what I want, is made. That's made, um, yeah. And then the Shield said, you know, I guess for for all intents and purposes, goodbye last night. They said their goodbyes. I believe them. I believe yeah. that's the no. Case. I agree. I I, I I do too. I don't think they'll be acting as a unit in the future, but that's not to say that they won't. You know, kind of help each other out, as we saw last night at the end of the show, where Seth came down to to give Roman a hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but apart from that, more of the same from Ronda. It was cool to see uh, Dana Brooke step up to her. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Yeah, that was pretty funny, actually. I but that was uh, what do you think of Ron- Ronda's promo? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's more of the same. Yeah, she didn't say any. She didn't drop any f bombs like in her vlog. No, but she did. She did call Becky and Charlotte carnies. She's gonna. Yeah, I like that. I actually, I, I like that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be heel, go full heel. Um, I know. I kind of, I kind of liked it. I, I like that she gets to have. She gets to have uh, an entire buffet of, of 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 wrestling during her time with the WWE. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's, it's cool that in the course of a year she's gone from exciting debut mainstream crossover superstar to happy champion, to be there, to happy to be there, to champion, to uh, became, becoming jaded somewhat, yeah. to turning heel because of being jaded. I feel like it's a, that's just a microcosm of the wrestling industry. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> she just really needs to work on her delivery of promos. There's no ups and downs ebbs and flow it's just and yeah well so there's no drama in any of her promos here's the thing there's about th- three weeks left in her in her time with the wwe oh, no, I, i'm pretty sure she's right out the now. door nothing's gonna change now. um no. i i agree with you but at the same time to be tossed like be, into that it would be much more effective that's probably one of those like memory you know if she deals with some sort of you know disability where she can't remember stuff or she can't learn her lines or whatever Hey, at least at least you didn't stumble. Yeah, I know. You know, because that that that'll kill you. That'll kill you. Yeah, you want to be you want to be a better promo always, but at least you didn't stumble, and that'll yeah. kill you. Yeah. Then the crowd will get on you. Then you start peeing your pants, and it's this ugly situation. 
Uh, let's see here. I shouldn't be peeing her pants, though. Uh, I didn't even mind the Finn Balor losing his IC title thing. No, because he's got to do something with because that. Because he's just going to win it back. He's going to pin Lashley at Mania for it. Yeah, exactly. I think that'll be the one, like, his final, final clean Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. You know, because he won it from Leo Rush. Yeah. So he needs to pin Bob Lashley to really win the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get that story. Exactly. But, but, you know, there's, it seems like a lot of stuff was, was just holding pattern type stuff. I just yeah. kind of felt like... Yeah, I could see that. I think Especially they, Seth and and Brock. It's oh, kind of a holding pattern. Getting, yeah, that's that's a that's a Where typical they had to Brock. Bring build, in though. Shelton Benjamin to be Brock's proxy, even going so far as dropping a bunch of German suplexes and trying an F five. Oh yeah, but it's Shelton. Oh, I love Shelton. Yeah, Shelton's great. I was totally cool with that. Yeah, I was cool with it, but it doesn't advance the story a whole heck of a lot. No, but it's a you're not going to have any advancements in a Brock story. Uh, so, anyways, let's kick this off uh, as. Uh, promoted by WWE's Twitter account and .com and all that stuff. Uh, the Shield opened up yeah. uh, Raw last night with their goodbye. Kind of. It wasn't like a, a, a very firm goodbye. It was like, hey, we all got things we want to do individually. So I, Roman, I, he did most of the talking beginning part. I, have a, I want to have a one-on-one -on -one match tonight, so that's going to happen. Roman seems very happy to be there. Yeah, Roman seems exceptionally happy just kind of across the board. He does, yeah. Um, he said, Dean's got some business he wants to take care of. I Dean, don't, Dean or he's even got business. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't even know if he knows what it is. And Dean kind of Dean no-sold the entire affair. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, he turns to Seth and says, Seth has you know like the most important business of all. He's got to go take on uh, Brock Lesnar, mm -hmm. Q, Slay the Beast chance. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and then uh, Roman says he's going to go to WrestleMania and burn it down. I appreciate that crowd. They were right in lockstep with Roman because he started the Slay the Beast. He said, and you're going to hear Slay the no, Beast. No, he said you're going to hear Burn It Down. Oh, yeah, Burn It Down. And then the crowd immediately yeah, people, they hopped right on Everybody that. loves Seth. Roman as MC works very well. It did, but at no point did they ever have a thing where it's like, all right, this is it. See you all later. Um, they just Dean and Roman just left, and then Seth took the mic and started talking about his match against Brock. Yeah, it was a very informal type. See you later, goodbye type. Well, thing. they all had their merch. They all they all had the Shield merch shirts on, and then later on, Roman had his merch shirt on. Seth had his on. But Dean, Dean didn't. He did not care. He was like, merch "What do like, I? Care I'm not going to change. I'm not. Why do I care about selling him? The royalty on clearance items are, are not very minuscule. Much. Exactly. Yeah, the the discount on his clearance items taken from my cut, so I don't care. <laughs> Um, so Seth about to drop a promo, interrupted pretty much instantly by Paul Heyman. Uh, pretty standard Paul Heyman fare. I was really surprised. So I came into this like I watched the Shield goodbye promo after everything was said and done. I think just like two minutes on the dot com or whatever. Uh, and then I, 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 I so I started watching it like five oh eight, and it was already Seth and, and Heyman. Like the match, I think his match with Shelton was over by the half hour, or maybe like by the twenty minute mark. It was yeah, very, it was not, it was that, not long. that long. Um, so they actually that Shield bit did not last very long. No, they got did. right back into the main event or the co-main event, whatever you want to call yeah, it, the yeah, Universal yeah, Title yeah. match at Mania. And yeah, we had a Seth Heyman thing, and Seth brought up the point. Uh, you know what? Uh, Brock had a really hard time against Finn, AJ, and Daniel Bryan. And I am like them, but better. Yeah. And Therefore, you will ha he will have harder time with me. And Paul Heyman's counter was Brock didn't have a lot of time for all them. Every single one of those matches, which is I, I really like that they're incorporating that aspect of it. Yeah, because it's true. It is true. Uh, all those matches changed kind of last minute. But like none of it was planned. I don't think it that wasn't planned to get to this moment. It was all just it happened to be the mm -hmm. case, which is kind of interesting. And he said he Brock had five, seven, and twelve days respectively to to repair for each of those opponents. Yeah. Um. So you know now he knows exactly. 
who, who he will be taking on. Yeah. And then he says, but here, get to, get to know something about Brock Lesnar. Throw to video package. I know, it was messed up. He said, so I'm going to introduce you to your opponent, Brock Lesnar. And people started getting popped because they thought he was going to do this. No, he pointed at the, t- the Titan truck. But he pointed at the roof. So, yeah, we got a video. The video package. We got a we video know who, package. We know who Brock Lesnar They is. couldn't even have him do, like, an iPhone promo. No, no. So, after the promo ended, uh, Shelton Benjamin appears and drops Seth with three German suplexes. Mm-hmm. And then they have a match. And during that match, Paul Heyman's putting over Shelton Benjamin, not quite calling him a friend, but calling him a trainer of Brock Lesnar. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, I only paid Shelton to come out and attack Seth Rollins. I didn't pay him to have a match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. And he also said during, uh, on commentary that uh, Lesnar was going to be on Raw next week because oh, he got yeah. a phone call from somebody. You know, one would assume Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, Finish saw Shelton Benjamin prime for an F5, maybe. He ended up on his shoulders like F5 position. Seth escapes, finishes uh, Shelton off with a stomp, gets the win. Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. match, though. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool they stuff. Need to have, they need Shelton to let, still have really Shelton good. Benjamin wrestle a heck of a lot more often because he's fantastic. There was that one kind of scary moment where he got Seth up and then Seth did the thing where he goes down and then he, like, heronism kind of. Yeah. And, like, Seth, like, landed, like, on his head, shoulder, well, neck he had area. Down. He didn't, though. He came down like this. I don't know. Just like we're like when he came down, I was like, "Oh God, be careful!" That's your that's your co-main event of WrestleMania right there. Be careful. No, it, I, it just it looked ugly. It looked no, ugly. and I saw it, it looked like it, he he. I don't think his head was necessarily touching the ground, and, and he kind of rolled over like this. But by the time the Rana was complete, I don't think his head or neck was in any danger. So Shelton had him up for an F five. Seth escaped and got the win with mm. the stomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Finn Balor. Like immediately, he yeah, just he sort of rolled on out there. Well, he walked down the ring of Seth and making his way up the ramp. Then he looked up at the uh, Titantron. Well, first let's talk about this. They shared a moment. Seth says, "You got this. Congratulations." Mm-hmm. And then yes, uh, Finn's throwing up some two sweets behind him on the Tron. You get Bob Lashley's head. It wasn't his head. It was just, it was like from yeah. lower lip to brow. Yeah, like right here, mid chin. Like right here. To right above the brow. And in fact, the camera was cropped such that like on the rest of the Tron, which is obviously wider than 16 by 9. Yeah. There's still Finn Balor's that's video package was going behind. That's how they always do it. How, how, always do it. How, how they always do what? Whenever, if you ever noticed like on a... It's not often that they show somebody's face no, I know, during when, a video. I'm on not the talking about like that, but when, some, when there's other video playing in the background, I've yeah. noticed this when we've been to live events too, like just like the raw things playing. Yeah, on the Tron, where they cut to another video thing, it'll take up the 16 by 9 center portion of the Tron, but the other video stuff will be playing on the side. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. Just to have Finn Balor's like logo behind him yeah, as it's a I'll cropped you, video. It was you, just man. kind of awkward. It was awkward, but it's, it's awkward. I've noticed that before. We went to live shows, like I said. It's like they'll have some ad or something playing during commercial break, but this pop-up over the raw graphics. Like, that's kind of weird. Why can't you just, you know, turn off those two side panels? Yeah. I don't know. So they had uh, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was it was a fun enough match. Um, partway through the match, uh, a hooded very small figure. It was Leo Rush. Yeah, it was Leo Rush. I thought it was like a child at first, but no, it was Leo Rush. Was I Leo. didn't actually think it was a child. No. He goes over there, he grabs the Intercontinental Championship. He starts ringing the ring bell. Yeah. Ding, 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 oh, ding, Oh, that's ding. right. Yeah, that's right. We didn't even see him first. We heard the ring bell, ring the, bell. the bell first. And, of course, this distracts Finn. He's on the top rope ready to go for a coup de grace. Um, and so he gets off. Uh, they, they brawl a little bit. He ends up kicking Leo. Um, he, Finn goes for a springboard-type move. And then Lashley hits him with a spear midair, mm-hmm. pins him. He is new 
Intercontinental, Intercontinental champion. Yeah, as Alex C said, his reign is now. Well, finished. I think it's just interrupted because he's going to get that belt back at WrestleMania. Oh, he'll fin it back. Yes. <laughs> Finally, fin- he'll have the belt no, for a long no. reign. Um, I like that 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 finish with the spear. Yeah, in it was good. That was cool. It was kind of weird because Finn doesn't usually do a whole lot of springboard type moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You'd think that being a veteran in the business, he would know he's had enough time to come to. I should not do a high risk maneuver right now. I should try to ground him again or Well, you know. You know. Everything's going on so fast. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, he might not think in those terms, Steve. Yeah. I don't know. He might not think in those terms. Yeah. Anyways, uh so yeah, he won the IC title back and uh Leo Rush gets in there and he's got the IC title and he's like, "I did this for you." Yeah. Father. Yeah. And then we, it's revealed Leo Rush is his son, wow. evidently. Was that not the subtext that I was supposed to read there? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. They're just friends. <laughs> okay. And then they, they shook hands. And Is Bob Lashley? I'm guessing Bob Lashley's old enough to be. Things are Because oh, yeah, Leo's, is. what, 23, 24? Yeah, I'm old enough to be his father. Well, yeah, I didn't know. Oh, Bob, yeah. Bob, how he's old is Bob 42. Lashley? Yeah, he's older than me and you. He's in much better shape, though. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Um. Next, we had a Baron Corbin interview backstage. Um, Kayla says he talks some trash about Roman Reigns. When Why does everybody bring up what I said in the past? And then she, so she rolled the footage. Yeah, she's always with the gotcha stuff. Where uh, it was he, paraphrasing, he said, you know, hey, I, you know, wish Roman the best personally, professionally. I don't want to see him on Raw anymore. Yeah. And then uh, Baron said, all right, you got me. I did said it. I did said it, but. <laughs> I'm going to have a match with him tonight, and I'm going to house train the big dog. <laughs> and he walked away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. After that, Ronda Rousey comes down and micro-machines her way through a very It's like promo. hard to write notes about what she says in these promos because it's just... just she's like uh, like uh, uh, James Cagney from a 40s gangster movie. Yeah, see? A couple of Connies, eh? Just talking so fast. Yeah. WWE, it's a big sham, you see? It's all fake, you know, right? But it's just right a tat, 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 tat. Yeah. Well, she called uh, uh, Charlotte and Becky a couple of carnies and a couple of jokes. Con- Carney conmen, is that what she said? Maybe, yeah. And she right. alluded to the idea to the, 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 about it being fake, saying that she was going to expose. Oh, yeah. that was like, uh, yeah. It wasn't exactly. That was pretty much straight up. Yeah, out there without saying. saying this is all scripted. This is all fake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't. She didn't literally start. You know, saying here, cameraman, let's go back to gorilla position and look at the format. She didn't yeah. say, look, everybody, here's all the results right here. Yeah, I have them in my hand. Yeah, <coughs> she but didn't she quite go that far. Strongly alluded to all that stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, so then Dana Brooke came down to the ring, and she says, "Usually have an open challenge after a pay per view." Dana Brooke is slowly morphing into NWO. Dana Brooke, she looked different. She did look a little different. I think she, I think she, she uh, maybe lost some. She like trimmed down a little bit. Yeah, it looked like her uh, makeup was done differently too. Yeah, um, she looked like a different person. <laughs> it's a little bit different. But yeah, I think she did. It looked like she trimmed down a little bit. Um, 
uh, and she said, you know, usually after pay-per-view, you have an open challenge, even though Ronda didn't defend the title. I love being here. Yeah, she defended the WWE. honor of WWE and the WWE I've Universe. I've worked so hard to get the respect of the ladies' locker room. And she more or less said, I got nothing to lose. I got nothing left to lose. She sounded like uh, <laughs> Costanza's mom. Because <laughs> she kind of sounds like that. Ronda, blow out the candles. Blow out the candles, Ronda. And then she said, come on, fight me. I can't concentrate. <laughs> Serenity now. <laughs> so Dana Brooke challenges her match. Ronda oh, says. And it's annihilating. It's not even a match. Ronda, says, Ronda just this guy? <laughs> kicks her right in the chest. Yeah. Uh, beats the hell out of her outside the ring. Brings her back in. It's like she's about to put her in the arm bar. And then she says, I'm like, uh, you got to pay 60 bucks to see this. Who pays money for pay-per-views anymore? I think some people still do, man. <coughs> she says, yeah, you want to see an arm bar? Pay 60 bucks. Or get a free network subscription right now. Or just $10 a month if you've been doing it for a while like us. And then she slaps yeah. her F. Yeah. Hard. Mean Rhonda. <laughs> Blow out the candles. Rhonda. I'm blowing. <laughs> oh, man. Right after that, uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet taking on former tag team champions Bob Roode, Chad Gable. Uh, so uh, Bob Roode and Chad Gable are completely out of the title picture now. Uh, yeah, they lost clean. Try as they might to kind of linger around the periphery. They're mm-mm, Isn't it, it weird that Aleister Black and uh, Ricochet are going to be like tag champions out the gate? No, I mean, they're really good. They're you got good this team. thing going on again, dude. I got you. Oh, my God. This one's longer than yesterday. Yeah. What is going on? It's by my wife's hair. Yeah, I guess so. Anyways. Um, or is it? Ooh. What you doing with your nights, son? <laughs> Sitting at home watching wrestling is what I do with, with my five nights. gin and tonics. Uh, so anyways, I didn't have any gin, to- gin sodas, actually. I didn't have any last night. I was listening to Alistair Black's theme song on the way here. It's on an old playlist of mine. Mm. And it was on. I was like, man, that guy's so much money. But what are they doing with this tag thing? I hope that's going to be done after WrestleMania. Well, I, mean, I mean, I understand the Raw Tag Division. Boy, they book him strong within yeah, the Tag do. Division. They do, but the Raw Tag Division isn't much to, to brag about. But uh, the fact that this team is coming in from NXT and pretty much instantly being put in the title pictures, I think, speaks highly of them. I think it does. No, I think and it considering does. considering there's already storylines in place, obviously, for Universal and your Continental title, they can't really get involved in either of those. Yeah. Um, and if their first major feud leaves them to becoming tag champions. I know. It's not It's not bad. It's not I, know. Bad. I know. It's not I know. not that bad. It's actually pretty good. I know. I know. I just so, want everything for Aleister Black and Ricochet for that. Yeah, matter. they're both great. Yeah, Ricochet is getting some good pops when he comes out too. Well, yeah, he I mean, should. He's phenomenal. He's freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah, he is. Anyway, as Aleister pinned Bob Roode after hitting the Black Mass, um, it's actually kind of a relatively short match. I don't know. So I don't know what they're going to do with the revival. I mean, after that revival attacked Aleister Black and Ricochet on the ring, kind of. Um, I would Bob rather Roode and Chad Gable walked up as if they were going to get involved, but they just lost. They're out of the picture. Yeah. We had this triple threat at, at, at uh, was the last pay-per-view, whatever it was. Fastlane. Fastlane, so they're not going to do it again at Mania. No, I don't think they will. So it's got to be just one-on-one. It's got to be Alistair and Ricochet versus The Revival. Yeah. Or two-on-two, sorry. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. 
inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, but I feel didn't they just they just put together Gable and like they just got on the same page. That was actually several months ago. <laughs> in raw time, that's like yesterday though. Or an eternity. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, time it's like the black hole, man. It's like a black hole. Time just has no No meaning really. No whatsoever. meaning. Yeah. Time is a flat circle, Steve. <laughs> it is, dude. Uh, after that, we had a, uh, a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss where she was going to uh, announce the host of WrestleMania 35. And after mm-hmm. much uh, pageantry and fanfare, it was revealed that she would be the host mm-hmm. of WrestleMania 35. What was all the shots of Hollywood and stuff? I guess that whole... Oh, idea. that made me laugh so hard. The because, idea was it could be yeah. some huge star. I know. Like Jimmy Fallon was in there. There was... Uh, I, I didn't see... I just noticed Jimmy Fallon. I was like, wait, who's that person right there? Didn't know. <clears throat> the funny thing about Alexa Bliss, though, is that everybody really loves her. And she tries her kind of damnedest to be a heel. Yeah. Like, she's up there and, you know, they say, you deserve it. And she says, I know. It's like, no, we know you know, but we love you. Yeah. And we're not going to be mad at you. <clears throat> and we love the fact that we all knew in advance that you're going to be host because yeah. it just made sense. Yeah. But, you know, because we know you can't wrestle. We just like you a lot. And it doesn't help that you're going on up, up, down, down, playing nerdy t- tabletop RPG games. Yeah. Being a very personable person. Yeah. Very relatable. And then you come out here and what, we're supposed to boo you? No. Get out of here with no. that. No. No. She's lovely. Yeah. And I think she's going to make for a terrific host at yes. WrestleMania. And she said... Uh, I like that, man. Keep it in the family. Agreed. You know? Well, cause she went through prior hosts. She said Kim Kardashian hosted one year. Mm-hmm. And she said... Yeah. She mentioned The Rock. Uh, New Day, most mm-hmm. recently. The one yeah. we had 233. Again, that was a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'd prefer to be honest with you. Although, I guess Braun Strowman needs something to do. So, bring in the weekend update host from Sarah. Oh, Hall. gosh. Because uh, that little bit was next. Yeah. So, he's, he's doing an interview. And then there's a PA who walks up to him and says, uh, your car is here. And yeah, Braun just Braun, says. Your car is here. And it's the same, 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 same guy. They really like him. Like I think he's a good performer. reddish hair guy. Yeah. He's got like strawberry blonde hair. They're really high on that guy? Yeah. He's going to get a huge push. Man, I, I'm telling you. It, that, they need to replace that guy with our guy, Dave Schilling. He needs to be in that role. Oh, Dave Schilling should have all sorts of TV time. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and Braun just says, what car? Yeah. Cut the commercial, come back. That PA is leading Braun backstage. Here's a car. And there's like a Camaro or something there with a bow on the hood. 
And I know people pointed this out, and I was just at Target the other day. There is a toy, a Braun Strowman toy, where you yeah. can destroy a car, and it is the exact, the same, exact car. same car. It's the exact same car. So, yeah. So that's some decent integration there mm-hmm. of uh, synergy, corporate synergy. And he did, uh, they did everything they could to do as little damage to that car as possible. Oh, that was gimmick to shit, Because the door was not even, like... Look, I'm not that strong a person. I could have taken that door off because there was, it was no, completely off the hinges. It was actually there was no hinges there. There was no hinges on, on the door on the hood. Yeah, uh, I assume that safety glass for the windshield. The seats are a bit there. Those are a bit heavier, but those weren't bolted. They down. They weren't bolted down. And the worst though close. was the was the the bumper on the front. Yeah, he just kind of kicked it, and the whole thing it broke in half. The whole thing fell off, and the one the fenders fell off too. Like they just sent him a freaking. It was like light. It was glued together yeah, with that Elmer's thing is glue. Not road ready, man. No. So, that but anyways, the PA read a, a letter, you know, saying, "Hey, Braun, kind of sorry about what happened last week." Dear Braun, um, uh, Colin Jost made some crack in the letter too. But you're not going to have any title matches anytime soon, anyways. Lol, JK. JK. Um, That's pretty funny. Actually. Yeah, he said, uh, "Here, this is from the cast of Saturday Night Live, but it's signed Colin Jost." <laughs> And then uh, Braun destroys the car, and Braun says at WrestleMania, Michael and Colin are going to get these hands. Yeah. So Braun is the celebrity uh, wrestler this year. He's already Big Show. He's already Big Show. That should have been my predi- one of my predictions for this year. Yeah. Last year it was going to be 2018 be the year of Braun, and then this year should have been 2019. It's going to be <clears throat> the year is over, and he's he's a celebrity Big Show guy now. Yeah. After that, we had an Elias promo. He was in his hometown of Pittsburgh. And, uh, Do you groan whenever they say, now, Elias? I groan at this point. Oh, really? I'm kind of over it because they just do the – I this, they didn't re- – yeah, they did do it this time, the interruption thing. I'm really over that. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of that too. Anyways, his digs on Pittsburgh are pretty good though. Yeah, no, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, since it was hometown, they are still kind of cheering him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, yeah, he's interrupted by No Way Jose – uh, he lays out Jose and I think, uh, Jose's new hair. It's cool. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. It looks like it's. It looks like he's. Um, I just feel like with the big hair, like I start to get claustrophobic because it's like it's so much. Yeah, we're coming up on the on the summer months. I feel like the braids is easier to maintain. Maybe you think so? I mean, they're braided, and once they're braided, well, once they're done, yeah, yeah, you just put them back or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, there's no maintenance before. So by by, oh I don't know. Is there maintenance on just a giant head of hair like that? Maybe you just wake up and that's how you are. I well, think. I mean, I think depending on how you sleep, some of it might be kind of matted down. Sort of like you know. Oh yeah. You know, anytime you sleep, you get bedhead. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So you know, if he wants it evenly, right, right, yeah, huge, yeah. then he yeah. would have to do something about like that. A little comb thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, he has braids. You don't have to worry about any of that. All right. So anyways, yeah, Elias. one for you. Thank you. One Larson. One Larson. I was listening to Monster at the gym yesterday. Oh, good. When uh, Zodiac was keeping score. (laughs) San Francisco Police, zero. Zodiac, 17 plus. 17 plus. What is plus? How do you not know? I don't know. know? It was after uh, uh, Avery uh, found the Riverside connection. Yeah. And so he's like, you found two of them. Yeah. You're missing several others. You're missing many more. He was just padding his stats, man. He was totally padding his stats. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool, though, that Elias hits a drift away on the bottom of the ramp on No Way Jose just where the wait till corrugated get, steel's there. Wait till you get to the revelation that it was the freaking Unabomber was the Zodiac or, Killer. Or could be. Yeah. That's what it, I guess it is. It's kind of, It's. I'm not going to say it's compelling evidence, but, but it, does, it does make you think. Here's the thing, though. Like, they make a huge point. 
Not a huge Had point. you heard the Kaczynski thing no. before? Yeah. But here's the thing, because I got to the, where they were going over the Robert Graysmith stuff. And uh, they bring up Fincher's film several times. Yeah. And Arthur Lee Allen is mentioned extensively as a suspect in Zodiac. But by the end, I kind of feel like they kind of push him aside. Like, he's not even mentioned. So that last scene where he's in the, the basement of that dude's house and it's all super creepy. The Rick Marshall stuff. Yeah, it puts the thought in your head, well, maybe he's in the basement of the Zodiac right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was that was totally the, the point of it. But then at the end, when Graysmith goes into the, the shop that Arthur Lee Allen's working in, yeah. and they exchange that moment, you're supposed to be left with, oh, so that was Maybe the thing. Yeah. But then everything else about Arthur Lee Allen, there was zero actual hard evidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, even they do that in the title scene afterwards, a little, yeah. you know, the thing. Like, no DNA, no handwriting, no fingerprints. It was all circumstantial stuff. It was all circumstantial. He was just a really, really weird guy. And yeah. then even when you listen to the podcast, it's like, oh, yeah, he, there, that probably wasn't the case. There was, like, an equal number. There was, like, at least three or four others that when they run down the same amount of circumstantial evidence, it's like, oh, man, it could be any number of these. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of crazy. I mean, when they searched uh, uh, Lee Allen's house for, like, the second or third time and they found mm-hmm. the knife, the gun that matches, same size boot. Oh, it was all the so clipping, much circumstantial all that stuff. evidence. I was like, wow. Yeah. I know, I know. That's pretty intense. But then, like, I think they got another handwriting expert to say, oh, yeah, totally. But, yeah, like, the him. description doesn't match whatsoever. And the description doesn't it's match like at all. like almost a foot taller than yeah. all the descriptions. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Good listen, Monster. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, after that, this was great. Harlem Heat. I had totally forgot about the... Oh, oh wait, the point? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, we used to do that all the time. I know. We used to do that all the time. Harlem Heat was the and best. And they showed man. a clip of that. It, like, last night watching that Harlem Heat clip, I wanted to go back and watch some WCW Saturday Hell night. Hell yeah, man. I really wanted to see some. Harlem Heat was the best. <laughs> I was so close to turning off Raw. Just to watch some Harlem Heat. Hell yeah, man. It was a really, really well done video. It was a very I well know. done video. I know. <laughs> Excuse Looking me. forward. I'm, I wasn't really considering watching the Hall of Fame, but I might watch. Oh, least. I might watch it for this. Yeah, yeah, for Harlem Heat's induction. I want to see Stevie Ray's. It's the same speech. night as Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah. That's a bummer. I'm not saying I'm going to watch it live, but I'll watch it. I'll watch at least Harlem Heat's bit. Hell yeah. Um, I'll probably might watch for DX's thing, too. Yeah, maybe. I kind of feel like I know I'm going to get. Although it would be pretty you know, uh, emotional when they're talking about China. Yeah, I think they're so going to be go worth a lot on that. But I'm really excited about Harlem Heat. Uh, after that, Lacey Evans, instead of walking down the ramp and doing the Abe Simpson walking back up, she walks the commentary, puts her fan up in Renee Young's face, uh, kind of seemingly flirts with Corey Graves a little bit, mm-hmm. and then walks back. That's dangerous ground. Uh, after that, we had Nia Jax well, versus... Well, they, they had a, a, a meeting, someone on the ramp. Nia came out as Lacey Evans were making her way oh, backstage. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of exchanged some glances. But yeah, Nia Jax with Tamina... Taking on Natalia with Beth Phoenix. Her best friend. She said, I thought Ronda was my best friend, but no. Beth Phoenix is best friend. And Beth is still jacked. Oh, dude, she looks amazing. Jacked. She had a little edge baby, didn't she? I think they have a couple kids. Oh, man. Whew. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, she's jacked. She works hard, man. Yeah, man. Holy crap. Uh, this match didn't Why really... Why did she retire? How long was she in the business for? I mean, she probably retired because, you know, that shit really hurts your body. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. What was her active years? Uh, I think she debuted 2006 till 2012. It's only about six years. Okay. I'm assuming she had some sort of... 2007 was when the Glamazon character apparently was first debuted. Okay. Well, she just left to focus on her family life with her boyfriend and later husband, Adam Copeland. I wonder who that is. On this day... I see... Clearly, he th- goes to you and says, you think you know me. 
Hey, Steve, you think you know me? You think you know me. That's his old theme. Oh, so apparently on Wrestling Observer Radio, I'm getting this from WrestleNews with a Z.com. Uh huh. Uh, Meltzer mentioned that Phoenix and Natalia will work as a team at WrestleMania 35. Yeah, kind of saw There's been coming. talk of tag team championships. Uh, champions Sasha Banks and Bailey uh, defending their team their titles against teams from Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, like all in one go, like a fatal four way or a gauntlet match. Well, that'd be something else. That'd be cool. Well, then you have I guess Nia and Tamina. That'd be the Raw team, and the team from SmackDown. I don't know who that'd be, and then a team from NXT. But then you have. Beth Phoenix and Natalia as two Raw teams. Well, Beth Phoenix is... is uh, but Natalia's on Raw, so yeah. it's two Raw teams. Unless Natalia and Beth Phoenix one, are going to beat Nia and Tamina to three. vanquish. You'd need another one, and then you need an NXT You need, one. like, the Iconics or Absolution from SmackDown. Yeah. And then you need Sky Pirates. Yeah. Well, maybe they can just do Sky Pirates to take over. That'd be cool. Anyways, this match never really got underway. Beth got in the ring, attacked Nia Jax pretty quickly. Ref calls for the bell. Um, they eventually break that up. Uh, Nia and Tamina go backstage. <clears throat> Sasha and Bailey are waiting for him at gorilla position. They br- brawl in gorilla position. I love when they do that. They just go back there and people are fighting in gorilla yeah, position. Yeah, it's great. It's they awesome. should do that all the time. Uh, after that, we see a quick shot of uh, Dave. Dave He's Batista. Got a whole fleet of cars. Yeah. Filled with the, the Guardians of the Independence. That was a good line. That was a really good line. Uh, he arrives at the arena looking like a million bucks. Oh, he looks great. Like Hollywood's finest. Hell yeah, man. Triple H comes to the ring. He's got his leather jacket on. You know he's ready jeans. for a fight. He's been listening to Motorhead all day long. He's not He's not COO of Triple H anymore. He's now in-ring competitor to Triple H because he's wearing the leather jacket. What does he listen to on days where he's COO? Air Supply. Oh, I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. He's a huge fan of uh, making love out of nothing at all. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. That's good. Or I'm all out of love. Mm-hmm. Oh, Those yeah. are his jams, man. He that's sits good. in the office brainstorming ideas from NXT, listening to Air Supply. Okay. I like it. Singing along that's quietly good. so no one else can really I hear. don't really know much about Air Supply. I, my, my parents used to listen to him in the 80s. Interesting. So I'm kind of familiar with their oeuvre. Yeah. He's not that much older. Well, he's about eight years older than us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, that makes sense. There's a pretty wide gulf, music-wise, between people who are like five to eight years older than us mm-hmm. and us. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the old, like especially the boomers, like my dad, he is set. Like, if something cool comes out today that's brand new, you and I, our generation, you know, the Gen Xers, late Gen Xers, yeah, we'll totally give it a go. We'll yeah, yeah, to yeah, we'll yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, wow, yeah. Cool, you know. But those bit like he's stuck on like the freaking Beatles and and all those and ELO and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I'm sure your parents are probably stuck in in what they listen to. Uh, no, my dad's been like, pretty. My dad was like 30. Yeah, but your dad wasn't into like grunge. No, my dad was. Let's see, 30 <laughs> around 30 when hip hop, like around 82, 80. You know, when hip hop started, or even like you know hardcore punk started coming around. My dad was around 30, and I'm like, you never, like, die. 30's not that old. No. Like, you didn't get into that? He was like, no, man, I had the Beatles. I'm like, yeah, but there's, there's something that's new. Yeah, there's something new and vibrant and exciting. <laughs> He's like, yeah, ELO. <laughs> they're still touring. And, and you know, the, the one thing he always says about ELO, that he says, you know, their, their mission statement was to continue the work that the Beatles did from Sgt. Pepper. So essentially, he just wanted an extension of the Beatles. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he just wanted more. Well, well the first ELO Was he ever a, 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 a Badfinger fan? No. Well, I don't know. He probably liked that one song yeah. that they had. Yeah. 
Then they have the well, matter what you want. Yeah. Uh, well, but they weren't really. I no, know, but that they was, were produced. They were on the Apple label. Yeah, yeah, and that, they were kind of. He was a James Taylor fan, and he was on the Apple label. Hey, man, don't judge my dad. I'm not judging your dad. I don't like James Taylor, though. I'm not a big fan of James Taylor, but it's kind of like elevator music. Harry, I, I can't be offended by it. Are you offended by James Taylor music? It does absolutely nothing for me. Right, it doesn't absolutely nothing. And if I'm in an elevator, but that's the thing. I can't be I'm offended. In, if I'm in the elevator and the James Taylor song is playing, I can't wait to get off that elevator. Oh, so it makes you antsy. I just don't. It, it does absolutely nothing for me. Interesting. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. You know, like the, what song came on this morning is great. Mm. Black Velvet. I'm so tired of that song. <laughs> that's the one song. How often do you hear it? Every time I go to karaoke. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is the ultimate. It's always some like. 40-something divorcee up there singing Black Velvet. Who thinks they can belt Black Velvet. <laughs> yeah. Usually doesn't work. Never, They never can. I never really cared for it when it, when it, when it you know, was around the early oh, it's 90s. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song. It's not my thing, man. Crazy. Something. Anyways, let's see here. After that, we had... Oh, yeah, no. So, yeah, Triple H comes in the ring. Batista shows up with a legion, a massive. Yeah, there's like eight security. There's like eight security guards. Yeah. And the uh, <laughs> Triple H's in there. He's like, oh, what are you going to do, Dave? You're going to send over the guardians of the independent well, first, scene first over there? He something like, well, you, what's with the security, Dave? You, you, you're trying to protect yourself? You're going to try to protect me? Something like that? <coughs> and then uh, Dave says, well, I learned from two of the dirtiest players in the game, you and Ric Flair. Yeah. So, no, they're out here to protect me. Yeah. I love Dave. I yeah. loved. I love both of them in this. But Batista was great. It was so something. simple, so corny, and so it was great. corny. Before they even started talking, he had Dave with his mic, and it almost looks like he was talking to himself. He was. I know. Yeah, he was fully in character. Yeah. He was in the zone. He yeah. was freaking method man. Because remember when he showed up at, at SmackDown One Thousand, he seemed really nervous. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I was wondering if it was the same thing. Like he was just nervous. I don't know. I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt. I would too. You know, I think that that I think at SmackDown 1000 there was just a lot going on. Yeah, it's first and, time he'd been been around in years. And I would actually think, and this is me, this is pure speculation. There probably wasn't much of a plan for oh, yeah. that segment, and so it was up to him to kind of improv and Triple H to improv a bit. I think this obviously there was a plan, and it was a very yeah, simple yeah. plan. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to do too much. He probably had time for this one thing. I doubt we'll see him before WrestleMania maybe again. Not, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I hope we will. I, any any time with Batista is a great time with Batista. Oh, hell yeah, man. I'm just disappointed he, he didn't call him Paul. Me too. Me too. Give me what I want, Hunter. Yeah. You know what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah. Give me what I want. You know what I want. You know what I want. What do you want, Dave? What do you want, Dave? I'm going to give you the beating of your life, Dave. Yeah. I want to match a WrestleMania, Hunter. Yeah. I want to end my career on my terms. And I want to end your career on my terms. That, that was good. a good line. That was a good line. That was a really good line. And then Triple H says, all right, you got it, but it's going to be, uh, I'm going to make the rules. Yeah. No holds barred. And I love that, too, because what the hell really is no holds barred? It's just no DQ. It's no DQ. That's what yeah. Triple H said. No disqualification. Yeah. No count out. No holds barred. Yeah. But that's good, because if Dave's got any ring rust, they can mm -hmm. just brawl. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's going to be a big brawl. That's yeah. all it should be. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. Technical. Batista was never a ring technician, but no. that made me want to go back and watch some old Batista as like arrogant heel guy. Oh hell yeah, man! Stuff because I missed that era completely. I love his retirement speech; it's so good. We mm -hmm. all bandaged up. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it was cheesy. It was silly. Uh, we got a couple of good lines from both of them. Yeah, and uh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm hyped for this match. I want to see it. Me too. I me like too. Dave a lot. 
I know, man. He's great. I really want them to cast him as Lobo in the DC universe. I think that'd be a fantastic now that, idea. Now that James Gunn is there, could you imagine a flipping Jane, like a Guardians of the Galaxy esque movie, but starring Batista as that'd Lobo? That'd be fantastic. Oh, my God. That would be fantastic. What are they doing over there? Where? DC. They don't know. They don't know, man. They don't know. They don't know Excuse what's going me. On. Anyways, after that, uh, we had another old timer, Kurt Angle. He hits the ring. This is really heartfelt. And uh, he announces that he has a farewell match at WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Um, and then he you know, talks about his career. Probably against John Cena. In brief, you know, all the people he shared the locker room with, all the experiences traveling around the world. Um, he says he wants to have uh, one last match here in Pittsburgh, his hometown. Uh, it was against Apollo Crews. Yeah, it was a good choice. And Apollo was really selling those German suplexes, man. Yep. He was going all out selling yeah. for Kurt, and that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. They got the perfect They got the perfect guy for mm-hmm. him. That was awesome. Uh, Kurt picked up the win following an angle slam. Um, yeah, he'll probably be, I would suspect, John Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. That'd be it, fitting. Who are we thinking? Wait, well, who are we thinking it was uh, John Cena was going to have? Drew. Oh, yeah, but now that's not going to happen. No, Drew's going to take on Roman. Yeah. Speaking of which, Roman's supposed to have a match against Baron Corbin. Instead, Drew McIntyre comes out and beats the heck out of Roman before uh, Baron even gets to the ring. Lays out Reigns with the Claymore ringside, sets up for another one, hits it, bounces Roman's head off the ring post in the process Mm -hmm. of delivering Claymore. Um, And then, of course, trainers, referees, Seth Rollins, they all run down ringside to check on him. And uh, Roman says, I'm fine, just just have a headache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a trainer guy flashing the little flashlight in his eyes, seeing if his pupils are dilated, seeing any sort of head trauma. Yeah, uh, and they and Seth helps him walk backstage. Backstage, we see the Shield help Roman to the locker room. Uh, Seth goes in with Roman. Ambrose leaves in a huff, runs to the Triple H, tells Triple H that he wants Drew in a false count anywhere match right now. Triple H says, "You got the match. I'll go tell Drew about it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to the to the ring we go. Dean walks out first. I like that little bit between Dean and Triple H, you know? Because, like, during the Shield goodbye segment, I don't I don't know if he was in character, if he was actually emotional, if there's a lot going on with Dean right now. I don't know. But he did seem, he didn't say anything, and mm-hmm. he seemed, I, I don't want to, you know, conclude that he seems checked out, because during that little bit, he didn't seem checked well, out. Well, he wasn't checked out during the match. Either. And he wasn't checked out during the match. And in fact, during that match, I was like, man, because it's just like the false Count Anywhere match with him and Seth a couple months back. It was really good. It was really good. And when he does that stuff, it, it fits in perfect. And I thought this was actually a really, really terrific main event. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Drew doesn't come out to his music. He just comes out with a microphone, talks some trash to Dean. Uh, Dean starts running up the ramp and Drew's like, oh, you want to get started now? Yeah. All right. Yeah. They start brawling the ramp. Uh, Dean throws Drew off the ramp, does like a double axe handle off it. They start brawling up the crowd up into the, uh, where the press boxes are. This is a great spot where Drew picks up Dean and throws him into a wall. Yeah. Yeah. I liked when Dean bit Drew's hand. Yeah, that was good. That was a hell of a sell by Drew, too. It was. Yeah, it really was. It looked like there was some good stuff going on during commercial break where they were brawling up in the concourse Mm -hmm. and the merchandise area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time to get concessions involved. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Back inside the arena, they make their way back down to the ramp. Um, That's really where Drew takes control. He throws Dean to the LED board twice Mm -hmm. on the ramp. Um, He sticks. Uh, Dean's head through the the handrail. Yeah, that's like up the steps from the floor to the stage. Hits a claymore, and that he that comes flying off with Dean. Yeah, that was he, great. He pins him, but that, again, unbolted. But it was it really was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it was really effective. And, and then that was really as good. the show ends, 
Drew hits another Claymore. Mm-hmm. So we're getting Drew versus Roman at Mania. Yeah. Dean's going to help Roman win. Um, I hope you're right about that, that, that part about the win because I want – look, Roman's obviously going to win. Yeah. Drew needs to come off as strong, though. Like, I almost kind of – you almost kind of need – I kind of want to see Dean, like, be necessary for yes. Roman to be able to beat Drew because yes. then you make Drew – because uh-huh. it kind of seems – it feels like Drew really should be first in line for that universal – Oh, definitely. – shot definitely. for Seth, you definitely. know? And if you get, like, a Drew with no help – this is how Drew should be. With Drew having no help, he should be a formidable opponent for – Roman and Seth together. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yes, agreed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And Dean, this last minute, has to go in there to, to make sure Roman get the W. Mm-hmm. Without, uh, without making Roman look weak at the yeah, same time, you know? Yeah. That was one thing. That was another thing. I just remembered that as I mentioned the handicap aspect, perhaps, of that match. Um, Rhonda said, Give me a handicap match oh, between yeah, yeah. the two of them. Yeah. And it makes you wonder if they're going to try to build Rhonda into this super anti WWE wrestling thing. So you kind of accept Becky, even though it'll make Becky look weak ish. People won't care if Becky and Charlotte just start wailing on Rhonda. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, well, if the idea then too they have is, to take each other out. If the idea, too, is that Rhonda is going to approach her matches like in a shoot fashion mm-hmm. where she's going to like no sell traditional wrestling offense, which we didn't really see last night because Data Brooke got nothing off. Yeah. Um, then they don't, would almost have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a SmackDown preview. Of course you have it written down here, so we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, Shane McMahon to address his brutal attack on the Miz at WWE Fastlane. Shane McMahon shocked the WWE universe on Sunday at WWE Fastlane when he brutally attacked the Miz in front of his father at the A-listers home, t- sorry, in the A-listers hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. Shane O'Mac had nothing to say on Sunday when Kayla Braxton asked him why, but we may get answers on SmackDown Live. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, our truth to challenge Samoa Joe for the United States Championship. Samoa Joe brought an end to our truths reign as United States champion last Tuesday night after answering Truth's open challenge as part of a fatal four-way match that also featured Rey Mysterio and Andrade. 
The Samoan Submission Machine retained the title at WWE Fastlane in a rematch against the same three superstars. But Joe did not defeat Truth in either match, pinning Andrade last week and putting Mysterio out on Sunday with a coquina clutch. R-Truth will get a uno-on-uno opportunity to reclaim the title on SmackDown Live when he challenges Joe. Can Truth win back the Star Spangled title and get back to making his childhood hero John Cena proud? Or will Samoa Joe make good on his promise to demolish anyone in his path? Hardys, Black, and Ricochet joined forces to face Thebar, Rusev, and Nakamura. The arrival of NXT newcomers Aleister Black and Ricochet has been met with some resistance from teams on both Raw and SmackDown Live. Last Tuesday, Thebar and Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura ganged up on the upstarts after Black and Ricochet defeated Sheamus and Cesaro. Matt and Jeff Hardy quickly arrived to even the odds. That sets the stage for a huge eight-man tag match on SmackDown Live as the Hardy Boys link up with Black and Ricochet to take on Thebar, Rusev, and Nakamura, who will emerge victorious from this high-octane battle. Hey, speaking of tag teams, do you believe Carl Anderson's son? Carl Anderson. Do you believe Carl Anderson's son? Wait, says don't believe everything you read. Yeah. yeah. I kind of suspect I kind of suspect the Thebar, and if this preview is to be believed, uh, they're probably not going to get what they want. But Thebar might be doing the same thing that the Revival, Revival did if we're to be belie- if the reports are to be believed. And in that, you mean the club? I'm sorry, the club. Jeez, uh, they probably just said, "Hey, you know, we want to do stuff. You have till September. Yeah, we're not going to resign unless you give us opportunity. Show us that you, you're going to actually do stuff with us and prove to us that beyond September you will as well. Yeah. which is a tough sell, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, next, Mr. McMahon addresses Kofi Kingston. After a tumultuous WWE fast lane for Kofi Kingston and New Day, Mr. McMahon requests Kofi's presence on SmackDown Live. What will Mr. McMahon have to say to Kofi after seemingly agreeing to add Kofi to the WWE title match only to bait and switch with a two-on-one handicap match with Thebar? On Monday afternoon, still reeling from what transpired at WWE Fastlane, Kingston took to Twitter with a few words from Mr. McMahon. Here he says, uh, I'm not sure what Vince was trying to accomplish last night, but one thing became clear. He does not want me as WWE champion. After 11 years, I finally have your attention. I'm not going away. See you Tuesday at Vince McMahon. Sorry, continue. Kingston, of course, has the full unwavering support of his fellow New Day members, Xavier Woods and Big E. Here's a tweet from uh, uh, Woods. I can't believe, actually, I can believe that Kofi got screwed again. This is ridiculous, and we all, we will figure out a way to make this right. Uh, did you see Big E's tweet as well? It, well, it's not listed on here on WB.com's preview. So. He said something like, all this doing right yeah, yeah. seems to not be working. Yeah, so oh, that's what Randy Orton said. DM me. DM me, please. Uh, finally, what will Mr. McMahon have to say in response to all this? Find out on SmackDown Live tonight at 8, 7 Central on USA Network. I have to blow my nose All right. All right, I'll move on to questions. Scorpio85, hey, top guys, WWE, please don't do Drew versus Roman. I think it could be a good match, and if there's a way to do the match that uh, makes everybody look good, I say why not. I, I would prefer Roman versus Drew than Roman versus Baron. Yeah, I know. It would be a much, much more captivating match. Uh, Donovan, Baron needs to be the first, time, the first two-time winner of the... Uh, Andre Battle Royal? Yeah. Uh, Donovan Dean, 499, thank you. MRL Daily. Should we go to WrestleMania this year or next year? I no mean, time like the present, man. Yeah, the Mania card this year is pretty good. No time like the present. You might be dead next year. And also, Mania next year might not be that great. Uh, Luis Meza. Uh, fun what-if question. Um, think Shelton Benjamin is coming over. Would you pair him up with Gable and Rude? Uh, would you... Oh, sorry, pair him up with Gable and Bob Rude would go solo as heels since they were... 
transition transition as heels. I uh, would, they did the the pairing of Benjamin and Gable, and I liked it, but it wasn't going anywhere. I'd say put Benjamin with Rude and Gable yeah. as like sort of a really cool arrogant heel faction. Because, yeah, that'd be good. Because why not? You're not doing anything else. Yep. With them. Uh, Dylan Haggett, power rank WrestleMania matches you're most hyped for. Which WrestleMania match are you most excited for? All right, what are oh probably. Um, probably the women's match. Probably the Raw women's title match. I mean, that's probably going to be the one that I'll be most interested in. I think it's that. If Daniel Bryan is to face Kofi, then that, then Seth Brock. I think, I think mine is probably the women's title, then the then Brock Seth. Brock can put on good matches with the guys that he likes. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good match. I think it will be too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good match. Um, Alex Foster in kayfabe. Why do storylines end prematurely, like when it ends without being brought up again? Vince doesn't think it's working. That's not that's not kayfabe, dude. Oh, kayfabe. Sorry, they settle it off camera backstage with a pint. But Rock no. paper scissors. There you go. Andrew Snedden, first time super chat. Thank you, thank you for all thank you, everything Andrew. you guys do. Question: Do you think WWE should have an actual Hall of Fame location for the public, and if so, where should it be? Yeah, yes, yeah. Put it in Orlando. Make it part of the compound with the Performance Center. Yeah, that'd be great. They already have a bunch of paraphernalia there in Performance Center. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, Samuel Deveson. What do you think is your most controversial opinion on today's WWE product? Um, most controversially, that it's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, the quality of the wrestling is better than it's ever been. Like, all in all, the packaging, most of it's actually really, really well done. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dylan, again, friendos, I have a theory on why Baron wrestles in his dress clothes. His last merch shirt was the constable shirt, and he's no longer constable. Yeah, but couldn't they just go back to his slow wolf shirts? Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Another one from Dylan. You know what's crazy? Dave and Hunter are 50 and 49. Hunter's 49. Dave's 50. Man, oh, man. They're both jacked. If I had only made different decisions in life, literally every decision in my life would have to have been different. Uh, Taco Dan, guess I'll be the first to ask. Power Rank, who should be Kurt's mania opponent? So, obviously, we have Juan Cena at number one. Yeah, Cena. Uh, number two, Goldberg. Dream matchup. Never fought. Okay. Number three, um, Brock. He does yeah, double duty. He does yeah. double duty. Yeah, I know. Brock would be good. Just someone he's had. I think someone he's had history with. Sting. Sting's not wrestling anymore, man. Well, that's why he's at number four. Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, he's definitely not wrestling. His. Bro- oh God, that's so like that idea. Is just, I didn't even I know the brain could do that. I think it healed though, man. Steven Garcia, how would WB handle some, someone coming from All Elite Wrestling? And then question mark, and then it says money afterwards. <laughs> money, that's how they would handle them? Money. Yeah, money, that's how they would handle it. <laughs> I don't know, like, how would they handle it? Uh, they, they wouldn't, okay, acknowledge, well, uh, they wouldn't yeah. acknowledge All Elite Wrestling. They'd yeah. say they want championships all over the world. Same yeah. way they handle anybody who comes from another promotion. It's the, Well, so they, they recognize <laughs> New Japan. They just won't. It's, it's TNA. They literally have said IWGP. Yeah, like once or twice. They've never said New Japan Pro Wrestling, though. No, but same thing. Uh, they would they would handle them the same way they handle TNA. Yeah. Or they did. Ring of Honor. They won championships all over the world. Um, Joseph McGinnis, can we get going in raw math on 
Evolution is a mystery. Yeah. Oh, Excellence of Flexecution says, why wasn't it Shelton Benjamin against Kurt Angle? That'd be good. Shelton Benjamin was probably in high demand last night. They were like, oh, we can have yeah, Shelton man. versus Kurt Angle. No, we have Shelton in a thing. Whoa, we got a bound. We, need, we have a Shelton problem. We need we him for two things. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, uh, evolution. In ring. I mean, Triple H is good. Ric Flair is one of the best oh, ever. Oh, this next question is great. Um, who are we doing it on? Evolution. Oh, the faction evolution? Yeah, Orton is serviceable, and Batista at the time was still pretty green. So I'll play in-ring. I'll say six. Oh, in-ring? Well, you got Flair in there. You got Orton. You got Batista. Triple H. I'm going to give him an eight. They're gonna, they're, this is going to be a high-ass score. This is going to be a high score. Promo. Promo's at least an eight. Promo's a nine, man. Yeah, that's what I said. At least an eight. Yeah, Look. Dude. Look. Oh, they're, they're all in suits. Are they you look great. Me? Nine. Ten. Nine. Dude, they ten. All right, fine, ten. Honestly, it should be tens across the board. Now, legacy is closer to like a seven. Yeah, they weren't as impactful. I feel like as they should have been. As they wanted to be. K-fabe. As they wanted to be. Yeah. Kayfabe. I mean, they're booked pretty strong. Ten. Nine. Strong eight plus facts. Sixteen twenty six divided by three. That's eight plus for being good. Uh, Sixteen twenty six divided by three. It's eight plus. Strong eight plus faction. Hell yeah! Listen to this one. All right, get get, get the math sheet oh, back. Get it back. Going in raw math for Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan, but but done by each other. So we have to put ourselves. So Bret's doing Hulk. Bret's doing Hulk. So All first right. off, let's do Hulk as Bret. Hulk doing Bret. Well, that's next. But first is Bret doing Hulk. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, you know. So what do we got here? There's, I feel like there's three three tiers for being good. All right, so That's, uh, uh, he'd give Hogan a zero in the ring. Uh, Hogan's close to zero zero you get in the he'd ring. He'd probably give Hogan a promo. He'd probably give Hogan credit for promos. You credit, he's a strong two to four. Two well, to four he promo. Said not his strong, he said it wasn't his strongest. That was six to eight. So he'd probably say Hogan is his best attribute, promo five. Probably give him a five. Okay. Look, he'd probably give Hogan credit for his look because he's huge, but he also give him knocks for looking a little roided out. I think Brett actually did a being good math during that shoot promo yeah. for Hulk. Yeah, he did. So I think he'd give him like an eight for look. Yeah, probably. Legacy. I mean, it's hard to deny Hogan's legacy in the ring. Yeah, but what would Brett say? Well, it'd be le- it'd be lower than his own. What was his legacy? No, he didn't do legacy. He just did. Oh, that's right. He didn't the, do the actual being, going in wrong math. Good. What a bummer. Uh, he'd probably give Hogan like an eight legacy. No way. Because Brett would give himself a ten. <laughs> so you give Hogan an eight. All right, fair enough. Uh, kayfabe. Brett would have to acknowledge that Hogan's a ten. Yeah, he has firsthand experience with it. <laughs> Thirteen divided by three, four plus. Oh my God. Twenty-two, seven plus. <clears throat> Brett gives Hogan a seven plus. All right, so Hogan giving Brett Hart. Oh, this is going to be interesting. All right, brother. Uh, in ring. He couldn't lace his boots. He literally said those words. And that means in ring, by the way. Yeah, I know. So, so he probably give him like a three. Yeah, he gives Bret Hart a three. Promo, probably like a one. Yeah, yeah. Look, zero, because he's not huge. <laughs> Legacy. Oh, probably like a two. Yeah, I was going to say a three. Yeah. A two. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Bret Hart's legacy, probably give him a two. Contrast that. What do you think he would give Brutus's legacy? Six. <laughs> uh, kayfabe, uh, one. <laughs> well, Hogan would have to acknowledge that Brett was but strong. But not strong as him, brother. <laughs> well, yeah, but certainly not a one. Two, then. Give, 
So Brett would give Hogan a much bigger score than Hogan would give yeah. Brett. That makes sense. That yeah. kind of makes sense. So one plus five divided by three. Uh, in, in Hogan's eyes, Brett's a one plus wrestler. <laughs> BreakingController.com, Ambrose isn't re-signing because he's dead now. Mm-hmm. Dragon Reborn. Literally, yeah, they killed his character off. It's like W. Steve W. Character assassination. Uh, Dragon Reborn, message retracted. Steve's favorite. Oh, I love uh, that. Sammy Garcia, great. can The Undertaker give a shout-out to my brother Diego and his dog Roscoe, please? What a great name for a dog. Give Diego and Roscoe a shout-out, Undertaker. Um, Diego. Wait, which one's the dog? Uh, Roscoe. Diego. And dog companion, Roscoe, you both will one day rest in peace. But in the meantime, just be a good boy, Roscoe. There you go. And you'll get lots of treatsies from Diego. Good. Well done. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <clears throat> Hogan's Leathery Nutsack asks, how do you think Edge feels having a wife more jacked than he is? I don't think he. I, think could, he I don't think he minds whatsoever. I think he loves it. I think yep. she's probably probably looking at her as like, man, ten out of ten look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yep. Oh, um, uh, ah, oh, good question. PJ Segundo, do you guys think now is the best time for Roman to ditch the vest and switch up his ring gear? Yes. Yeah, it would have been. No time like the present. But he had the vest last night, so he no, did. it's not going to happen. He probably wrote that during the show. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Thomas Dunnigan, after losing the Finter Continental title to Lashley, could we finally see the Demon again at WrestleMania? I think they retired the demon. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't they, they didn't bring him out against Brock. They ain't bringing him out against Lashley. Bob Lashley, no. Oh, did you hear that uh, EC3 lost to Tyler Breeze on main event in four minutes? What? Did, did he immediately get there and just start peeing on everybody? I don't know. What the hell's going on I with don't that? Know. I read that on Twitter. I like Tyler Breeze, though. I do, too. Uh, Dimas Perez, which mid-card title would you have defended in a ladder match at WrestleMania? Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. Um, man, I don't know. Wolfpack for Life says, hey, hey Stephen Larson. Hi. Power ranked the greatest running jokes on going in Raw. Oof. The best in jokes. I don't know. I've literally forgotten half of them. Yeah, same here. But I guess number one probably be... Baron's the Baron impression. Hey, you're not me. Yeah, I think that's top. Probably that that's one. I said the most legs. Yeah. I'm happy they ran the a video recap package of Shane and Undertaker's match in Hell in a Cell because I was hoping to jog your memory bank so you actually remember the match now. Wait, what now? What during the show on Raw last night they had a little brief video thing about Shane and Undertaker in Hell in a Cell at Mania. They did. Yes. I was not paying attention. Obviously not. What point a, during the show did they do that? I don't remember. I didn't write, make, write. Undertaker's not even on the show. What no, do they it was, care? It was like a like a little video thing about a, like WrestleMania's past. Oh. Oh. Okay. Hey, I don't feel too bad, though. The friendo on Twitter, Dylan, 
He said, last night watching Raw. Oh, that's what it meant. Yeah. He said he saw the video package, and he was like, wait, when did they ever fight? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not the only one. Oh. FDSM, first time. Super chat question. If WWE did full intergender, who'd who'd be the first female universal or WWE champion in beating who? Apparently, Triple H has gone back to saying that he's not into it. There was some comment lately, and Charlotte also said it's she's not into it. Um, but who would it be if it was? It'd be Nia Jax versus uh, Dean Ambrose, <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Seth Rollins. There you go, that'd be great. The Bandman uh, just wanted to say during your Ask Stephen Larson on Overrun, which patrons can access for five dollars. Uh huh. You mentioned that teachers don't make enough. I'm a band director in Georgia, and I also work a second job delivering pizza, and I'm a production manager and sound engineer. Oh my gosh! For a local wrestling promotion, just to make ends meet. Thank you for noticing and being aware of the struggles that teachers face. You guys are amazing, and I appreciate everything you do. Could you imagine if we took just like a partial fraction of a percent of our military budget and put it towards freaking teachers and schools? Mm-hmm. How great would that be? It'd be fantastic. Yeah. Wish we'd oh, do that these, instead. These people are literally teaching our, the next generation of, of, of people who are going to be in control of this country. Be leading the world. Give me a instead, break. Instead. Current administration wants to make a bunch of budget cuts. <laughs> oh man, this got political really quick. Anyways, my main point is this: people, y'all need to be appreciative of the teachers in this country. Yes, they really do a lot. Yes, just so little. Yep, yep. Uh, Scorpio, it's, I'm, I don't even put it on the current. Just time after time. Oh, after this goes time back. After this time. goes back years. No, this I, goes back every single yeah. goddamn person who's been in the highest office. Every single useless piece of crap in Congress. Every aspect of our government is so screwed up. Republican, Democrat, every single aspect of it has been so jacked up because nobody focuses on schools and teachers. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm laying a blanket thing out there. We no, can that's all get true. on the same page. That's true. Uh, Scorpio eighty five. I see your point on the Drew and Roman feud, but my idea is to have Drew go over and then build Roman to get his win back down the line. Roman's not losing at WrestleMania. Uh, Locaine, you guys saw Leo's awesome video with Lashley on Instagram? Did not. We'll check. No, it out I didn't. Here. Leo Rush is really savvy at that stuff, yeah, though, so it's not surprising. Uh, let's see here. Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, priceless Prince Cruz. So is Braun going to show up on Saturday Night Live and destroy the set before Mania? Yeah. It's possible that they'll, they'll have him show up. That's possible. Yep. Totally. Totally. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mondo Volgari. So I just watched the clip of last year's Hall of Fame class receiving their rings, and Vince looks so disinterested in everyone except Goldberg. Mark Henry even says to him, Come on, man, you got to smile. Who in WWE right now do you think Vince is happy to see, and who do you think he's completely disinterested in talking to? He's completely Whoops. disinterested in EC3. Yeah. That much is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't seem terribly engaged in his own product at all. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he feels like it's an obligation at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the on chat and chat here. Some people are talking about the the running in jokes. The Maurice Vice. A lot of people like oh, the Maurice yeah, Vice. Yeah. People love Maurice Vice. Jordan Davis says here, if Stephen Larson run for president, who's the president? Who's the vice president? Oh, we always had an agreement that you're president yeah. and I'm vice president. Because yeah. you're older. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. You look more presidential, too. You look like you'd be like an 1800s uh, vice uh, uh, president, yeah. presidential candidate. 
I can see that. There you go. Would you be uh, interested in uh, in dissolving corporations, or would you be part of the? Would you be getting bought off by? Uh, I would be bought off by no man. By uh, really, no if, corporation. Uh, if uh, Rockefeller came up to you and said, uh, "Get lost." Really? Yeah. Wow. What about a? Uh, 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 no, what's his name? Morgan, uh, J.P. Morgan. Get lost. Really? Yeah, man. You'd say no to J.P. Morgan. Yep. What if you brought in the finest? Escorts of the eighteen late get 18. lost. Wow, you'd say no to some yes early nineteen hundred strange. Interesting. Scorpio eighty five says thanks to the man Larson just proved my point not to have that match. Which match are we talking about here? Roman versus Drew at Mania. It's so Drew can take a loss if it's if it's protected. It's totally fine. Oh yeah, for sure. It's totally fine because as soon as WrestleMania is over, first in line for a universal title shot or f- close to first in line is going to be Drew McIntyre. It's mm-hmm. going to be in a program with Seth Rollins. It'll be mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for watching. We've got an overrun coming up here. Yeah. You know, look, what's Mr. Dope saying about you here? It looked like a strict science teacher who only allows you to use the bathroom once a trimester. That sounds horrible. I've never had a teacher why are you making? Why are you making kids pee themselves at, the, at their desks? I'm not. I wouldn't do that. So are you saying, are you calling Mr. Dope a liar right now? No, he's, he's entitled to his opinion. I guess so. There you go. Mr. Dope says Steve looks like the shop teacher who lets students eat in his class and play cards during lunch. Hell yeah. Remember Mr. Uh... No, I'm not going to bring this on, on air. I used to play cards in class. Bring it up on Overrun. Okay. Remember the jars that had... I think so. You know what I'm talking about. The, the teacher so. had like a super cool car. We'll talk about it uh, once we stop. Okay. Anyways. Oh, man. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, patrons, $5 and up. We got over and we got Patrick Sparks. Do you have truth exposed? Oh, we got to look at the community <laughs> poll. Look at the community poll one more time. Oh, yeah. Look at the community poll one more time. Let's see if it. Let's see. Okay. So here with 130 votes, 52% have in between. Let's see what it's at now. I want to see if how small a sample size is a correct sample size. Uh, with 776 votes, it's basically kind of the same. A little more yays, fewer uh, in, somewhere in between. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. Anyways, actually the nays went up by 4%. So, yeah, in between is 46%. Nay is 10%. Yay is 23%. 14% don't don't plan to watch. Why are you Why are you even here then? That's so weird. Is it 14% like old 10 for the win people who were like, yeah, I like Steven Larson, I'm going to stay around. Well, I think they don't plan to watch and they just watch us rather than have to watch all the Raw. They get the recap thing, still stay informed, but they don't have to actually watch the show. Right Cool. Because they don't have three hours of spending. And where else Raw. can you get quality talk about what our parents listen to in the realm of music? Nowhere. That's where. Nowhere. Nowhere. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do 
is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.